Taking off. Five, four, three, two. Uh, yeah, we had a number of things that we were going to start talking about immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, before we started recording, yeah. you said something about how you like your voice changes um, from like morning time, midday and late at night. Yeah. I have a theory, but I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on why you think that happens. Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. Uh, I think it's because maybe like your vocal cords are like resting during the night mm. and then. Uh, they haven't like been exercised yet in the morning. So yeah. uh, so when you get up there, obviously, they, you know, perhaps that just creates a deeper register when you uh, when you just wake up in the morning. But then as you go throughout the day, it's like you exercise. It's like stretching, right? You stretch your you know body and, you know, yeah. it becomes it's a little just, more you limber. stretch out and warm up your vocal cords. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that's my best guess. That was good. If you said that with more confidence, <laughs> I would be like, damn, this guy. He knows what he's talking this about. This guy went to fucking Harvard, this guy. Um, so I have another theory, which is based on a fun fact that I read this morning. Okay. Um, I follow this like facts based Instagram page called Uber Facts. Yeah. Um, and they always give you like the most like interesting random shit. Right. Yeah. So there was this fact that said that like morning wood is actually a sign of good health. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm in excellent health. Then. <laughs> no, I swear to God. So it was like um, morning wood is like it means like there's good uh, there's good flow of blood. You have like a healthy um, a healthy dick, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> is the, is the, uh, as opposed as to direct a, line a non-healthy to dick it. is that you want a healthy dick okay um yeah so there was like it's a good it's a sign of good health right yeah uh and it's probably why your voice sounds different in the morning your vocal cords are resting. what, what does your dick your, have to do your, with your voice all though? the blood is down there your vocal cords are resting your dick is hard i uh, i don't know we, we might have to check the science on this one we might have to dude it's it's physics and anatomy yeah where the uh, fuck's bill nye when you need him yeah yeah i'm sure he would know <laughs> out of anybody Listen, i'm not an expert at all in this field but i i just figured the two went together right Sure. If okay. It's, it's a puzzle, <laughs> right? Why do you think doing this morning voice, morning wood? Why does this mean that you're correct? On so the issue? there are two things that Americans trust more than anything. Yeah. Graphs, right, or pie charts. Yeah. If you have a graph, and, you're legit. Oh yeah. yeah, if, yeah. If you can put anything in a graph, even if it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. yeah. People will be like, "Oh, you know I, what? I didn't know I that ninety percent yeah. of." People who tie their shoe, starting with the right foot first, are more than likely to live past 70. You know, uh, it, makes yeah. it makes sense now. It makes sense now on the graph. Yeah. <laughs> I tie my shoe right foot first all the time. Right? Yeah. And then if you do like very confident um, uh, hand gestures while you're speaking, people yeah. will believe you too. Right? If you do yeah. like stuff like this, if you do stuff like this, yeah. or stuff like this. People are very, yeah. you didn't see any of Yeah, this. no, no. You're yeah. throwing up yeah. gang signs. I didn't see it at all. <laughs> if you're in was, Compton and you do yeah. this or, yeah. or whatever well, let's, gang signs let's, are. Let's chill with that. We don't know what uh, what affiliations Before. we need yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think. Uh, Can you get sponsored by the Crips? I, I don't think you want to be sponsored by the Crips. I feel like that that's probably yeah. not going to end well. Yeah. Because yeah, then true. you know you're automatically going against the bloods, and it's just like, hey, you get uh, it's hey, a weavy web. That's, that's that, a weavy web. Yeah, that's a weavy web. <laughs> but hey, you're, you're getting listeners, you're getting blood listeners, are you? listeners, <laughs> or are you just uh, turning your podcast into a, a hotbed for drug activity, gang uh, violence? Yeah, gang violence. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, Damn, not, we're affiliated now. 
Uh, no, we're not. Uh, let's just uh, <laughs> let's take that out of the ether immediately. Uh, but uh, we'll go ahead and drop this uh, bomb real quick for Morningwood. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Morningwood. Shout out yeah, Morningwood. Yeah. yeah. Sign yeah. of good health. You know what? Weirdly enough, I was actually thinking about Morningwood this morning. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where is yeah, this going? Very... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking about it this morning because, so I'm in bed with my girl. Okay. Yeah. Were you thinking about your wood? Yeah. Whose morning wood were you thinking about? My own morning wood because that's typically the only wood you're, well, depending on who you are, what's going on. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, th- this particular morning, I was worried this <laughs> solely <morning>. about <laughs> my own morning okay. wood. <laughs> um, so, but I was thinking about it as in like, how does she perceive my morning wood? Does mm. she perceive that, oh, like he's trying to do something or yeah. like I, I've always wondered, like, I don't know what women actually think about morning wood, like because they feel it. Yeah, really? very true. Yeah, like it's it's hard to, you know, <laughs> literally. You're, you're gonna notice. You're gonna notice it's there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Listen, I'm on live right now. If anybody is, uh, if there are any women on here who, how, what was your question? How do you like women perceive? Yeah, how do wood? women perceive Morningwood? Because it's uh very, it's clearly there. We both know it's there. Yeah. Um, and it's clearly not going anywhere. Yeah. It's yeah, the, yeah. It's the elephant it's, in the room. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> way to think a lot of yourself, Marine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, um, yeah, it's just, um, it's hard to ignore. But at the same time, like, I've never actually had a conversation about Morningwood with a woman, like, of like, oh. Is that a conversation everybody just, nobody really wants to have? No. Yeah. That's absolutely a conversation that nobody it's really not, wants to have. Let's not talk about this. Wait, like you mean just in general or just... No, like, like I mean, what if... I mean, how do you think your lady would uh, start... How would you start that conversation? No, I, I would assume it would start with, oh... Good morning. Yeah, what's uh, uh, what's that behind me? Is that... <laughs> uh, you a little happy this morning? You know? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. and then where does that conversation go? I don't know. Uh, it goes to me explaining, hey... Whether you're here or not, this would happen. So you gonna make them eggs? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, uh, Raina, is it a mystery why you're st- <laughs> when you're single, girl? There's no mystery why I, why I'm single. Listen, I'm gonna uh, die alone. I, I, I say that to people all the time, but uh, Jesus I, Christ, I've, I've already saw my death. I'm, I'm okay. I'm in I'm in a room by myself. It's, yeah. It's chilly. Yeah. Uh, I'm on a firm mat, a thin firm mattress, <laughs> okay. no pillow. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Dying, yeah, you might as well die. That's it, that's in, pretty much it. In bed with no pillow, yeah, yeah. it's got to be the worst thing. And like, yeah, yeah. and you just, I just have the sheet over me, not a blanket, <laughs> just, just a sheet, just a, Yo, a the, thin, cold. You're describing sheet. hell on earth, that's what you're describing. Yeah. That's then, uh, that's my idea of hell. And then I'm like near like a train line that's Yikes. running past my window, and yeah, yeah. And then, okay, you know, I'm there for like three Well, this days. uh, this got uh, dark for no reason, very but, uh, dark, so I'll go ahead and hit the uh, the intro. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, this is the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Coming to you live and direct, Studio H, Hearth Studios, Baltimore City. Hello. You want to give them any more geographical information? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Latitude, uh, 29.4256... 
I don't know. I'm just it's, rattling bro, off. You, you, that actually sounded pretty good. I mean, it might have been, you might be correct, actually. Who the fuck knows longitude and latitude anyway? I didn't even know it when they were trying to teach it to us in school. No. Uh, there was, I, I paid no attention to Zero that. Zero fucking attention. Yo, I, here, I regret not paying attention a lot in school because just basic things. Like, I only recently... Uh, yeah, whenever you have student loans, a lot of us... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with yeah, student yeah. loans regrets yeah. not paying regrets, attention. Regrets uh, all the scholarships <laughs> they missed out on. Um, no, but uh, I regretted it because it's like, yo, up until like maybe like about like six or seven years ago, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not have a f- firm grasp on fractions. Fractions were my nemesis. Yo, I didn't ha- understand how they worked. Have you used fractions in your adult life though? Um, Sort of. Yeah. Like when you're, so if you're at the store and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, how much is this, uh, you know, um, uh, if they're if they're saying I get like a and this is a very basic example, but if they're, if this is a two for one sort of situation, then what does that actually mean? Like, uh, obviously, like uh, decimals are crucial to like fractions, but like I didn't really understand like the relationship between the two. Yeah. So I never really like you know figured it out as far as like okay, well, if this is you know uh, if we're dividing two. If we're dividing one by two, then that's 0.5. Like the whole relationship between a fraction and decimals was just lost on me. Yeah. So you I was... already lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I stopped listening. <laughs> Whenever you, when you started talking about yeah. the relationship between decimals and fractions, I was like, yeah. Mentally, <laughs> you checked out. I'm fucking out of here. Were you, did you have like a song going in your head? Yeah. Like, Copa. I, see, I was Copa thinking about Cabana. what I was going to say next. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. And yeah. I feel like that's Are you one of those listeners? I, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm a very I'm attentive I'm listener. listener. I'm a very attentive listener. No, you're not. Um, I am. Yeah. Even when I'm like, if I'm having a conversation with you and I'm like scrolling through my phone or whatnot. No, that's, you know, that's what you think you're doing. You think you're still being attentive. You're not. I'm being attentive. Oh, my God. I, I get, listen, I know this about myself, Okay. I'm an, no, I'm an attentive I, but you're listener. not the best judge of that. Ironically enough, you're not the best judge to know if you're a good well, listener. Well, don't judge me and how I judge myself. <laughs> Isn't that? Aren't you being judgy? <laughs> yeah. Fucking judgmental bastard. Um, but no. Yeah. So like, uh, I was reading this thing the other day, right? It, it yeah. was about how like Americans just generally aren't good with math because it's not like an emphasis of our our education system, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it was McDonald's who had like the quarter pounder burger, right? Yeah. And then they dropped the third quarter pounder, right? So quarter pounders, you know, one fourth, right? Yeah. That's a fraction. Right. Third quarter <laughs> this pounder. This is getting dangerous. Yeah. Very, very, I'm losing a lot of people on live. Um, third quarter pounder, yeah. right? Three fourths, yeah. right? It's more, right? Yeah. It's more meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had the quarter pounder out, then they dropped the third quarter pounder because they were like, you know, if people like that, oh or, my god! Or, uh, no, I, I think the they had the quarter pounder. They had the half pound, right? Yeah. And then they dropped the third quarter pounder. They were like, "This is more meat. It's going to do better. Americans going to buy it." You know, like <laughs> you know, app, bigger. And nobody appetite, bought it because right? they thought it would be less. No one bought it. Yeah. Because they thought third quarter pounder was less than half, and yeah. then quarter pounder sounds more than third quarter pounder. Right? Yeah. So it, it didn't, it, the product didn't do well. Americans didn't buy it just because they didn't understand the math. But then it. I, I'd have to look at the, the faculty who's, uh, who's actually eating at McDonald's. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense why they would be confused that from third quarter yeah. pounder. Yeah, whenever to I go pounder. to McDonald's, yeah, yeah, I should just feel like shit. It's a dark place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're there, you're just like, 
fuck. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, you feel you here? instantly feel bad about yourself. Yeah. It, like even if they try to like dress it up as like oh like we're like a, a bistro now like we're like like a little cafe now yeah it, it, I still feel the terrible about myself yeah 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 uh, and and even when just, I just go to get like a coffee or whatever I'm like yeah what the fuck am I doing here like, <laughs> shitty coffee <laughs> well did you did you see that they dropped their signature. Uh, uh, sandwiches like they had these like premium signature sandwiches that were like actually like they actually made them fresh and oh like the, as fresh as McDonald's with like make Angus them. beef and yeah, exactly and yeah Swiss yeah yeah and, and then yeah. they're like uh, fuck all that shit nobody's idiot <laughs> nobody yeah. nobody who comes here is concerned with they just want their shit before they even ask for it like yeah. we, <laughs> like just uh, toss give me the burgers. one already <laughs> wrapped up that's likely been sitting there since yesterday. <laughs> I'm fucking late, okay? I don't, I don't want fresh ingredients. If the cheese is all coagulated and fucking... Uh, I don't, I don't even don't... care if it's cheese. <laughs> as long as it's yellow, okay? Just give me the illusion of cheese just, and I'm good. Make sure the color is rich. I don't yeah. care about the flavor. I don't care about if it's uh, processed. Yeah. Just give me the shit. Well, look, I don't. I don't care. Just, uh, just before I even order, I want you to fucking slide me a fucking sandwich because you can read my fucking mind. And let's call this a fucking even exchange. Uh, yeah, I haven't eaten at McDonald's for a very long time. I keep getting dragged by other people to McDonald's. Like we'll be out like late. I think. Night. I think we went one time. We did. Yeah, yeah we, we went did. Time. And D- we had. Damn, we, I forgot about that. Yeah, we had the. Um, the, uh, the it's, it's when they had tenders, like the honey right? barbecue chicken tenders out. Yeah, Them yeah. tenders were fire though. Uh. They were right. They were they were very McDonald's. No, no. And tenders. they were they were like a limited thing. Um yeah. the the barbecue honey uh chicken tenders at McDonald's. No. Don't lie. I'm joints was fire. Uh, I'm Blue not lying flames. at all. They were very mediocre. Uh yeah. barbecue yeah. Chipotle. You tripping uh, right now. Yeah, weren't they Chipotle? Because they, they uh, had no, a little, I think they were they, just like honey barbecue. They had a little heat. They I'm not going to lie. During the time span that McDonald's had those uh, barbecue <laughs> honey chicken tenders out, <laughs> yeah. I, may have gone once a week. I may have gone once a week. <laughs> well, feel bad I, about yourself. Yeah, you yeah. feel terrible. But yeah. here's what I would do. I would go to different McDonald's throughout yeah. the weeks so the mm-hmm. same people didn't see me more than once. Uh, Why were you so concerned if McDonald's people, like, they don't, they no, literally don't care. They fucking care and they know. Why would like, they care? You're actually this, helping them by coming, being an average customer. This motherfucker has been customer. here twice this week for these honey <laughs> barbecue chicken tenders. You think people, you, th- you think they don't have people who come, like, more than twice a day? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So, listen, yeah. listen to this story, right? Okay, yeah. Um, I, th- I think this was in New York. Uh, there was a guy who ordered Domino's Pizza Every day, yeah, I know, you, I know. You heard story, it? Yeah. It was like every day for like sixteen years. Yeah, yeah, he would order a pizza from Domino's. How is he not dead? Yeah, what do you mean for every day for sixteen yeah. years? I don't. He fucking should know. be dead by now. He should be. We need to study. Should have been dude. dead in yeah, year yeah. three. Well, oh, oh, oh. Let's continue the story because I think it it is going to progress and tell why he's not dead. <laughs> okay. Um. So just to you know finish up the story, tell you guys what's going on. So this guy would order a pizza from Domino's every day. He did this for 16 years. And one day he didn't call and he didn't put in his usual order. And I think on day two or three, the the driver for um, Domino's pizza got a little bit concerned, went and stopped by the guy's house. Um, I think he heard the guy like yelling for help. So <laughs> he was, after three days, uh, he's still yelling. Damn. Yeah. I would have just <laughs> gave up. Like, you know what? Fuck. It seems uh, it seems to be a lost yeah, cause. Did he not have his phone with him? <laughs> Something? He, he didn't pay his uh, Sprint bill that month. Uh, yeah, I guess he must have been. Uh, That's probably why he didn't call. Yeah. But anyway, so so the so the, the delivery driver went to the guy's house, yeah. um, heard him yelling for help, called the police. The police came, saved the guy's life. Right. So yeah. 
you know, your Domino's pizza who you've been ordering from ultimately ends up saving your life while somewhat killing you. <laughs> well, right? while, and I'm sure it was due to some sort of uh, heart valve clogging that Pro- uh, he, he probably fell. Yeah. Too, too like fat to get up. <laughs> Um, something along <laughs> something along those lines, or they were just like, "Hey, we need that guy. He's our number one customer. Yeah, yeah. he's who get this. Yeah, whatever. Make sure we meet do. our quota every month. Fucking, uh, uh, get him on the gurney. Just fucking. I don't get. I don't care what fucking medicine you have to give yeah. this dude. Uh, Pump take something take in him. Though. Just Keep enough fat out of him. Uh, to not all yeah, of it. Not all of it. We we still want just him to enough. be him. But yeah. uh, like, so you want him. To be more confident in being him, but not confident enough where he doesn't need Domino's pizza every day. Yes. So you we just need that they, healthy. They can't lose that customer. No, no. Th- that's their number one. Fi- Literally, I'm sure he kept that location thriving uh, single-handedly. Years. Yeah, <laughs> he was probably their first customer, like ever. The, the first dollar they made was probably his it was off dollar. of him. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Hey, Sixteen hey. a pizza every day for 16 years. Pizza's yeah. not that good. <laughs> Domino's uh, pizza is not This that gentleman good. will like to disagree. He, he would agree to disagree. <laughs> favorite pizza. Yeah. Uh, my favorite pizza. Oh, ooh, ooh. we seem to. Uh, before we do favorite pizza, uh, shout out Domino's fucking pizza. Way to be on the fucking shout spot. Out to Domino's. Yeah, yeah, let's drop a little bomb for them. Uh, Domino's pizza. With, with the whole Papa John's controversy, they came in, they took the NFL sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Because, you know, Papa John's was sponsoring the NFL for a long time. Yeah, and then Papa was kind of yeah, uh, a. He's a little um, racist. Uh, what's, a little racist. What's his name? Uh, is it Robert? Don't know. Schaffner? Don't care. Schaffner? Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Domino's came in. They took the NFL sponsorship. They brought in like Shaquille O'Neal, who owns like a hundred different franchises or something like that. Yeah, you got to bring in um, Shaq to, to be there. Yeah, yeah you got to go from like a, quit- a small white racist man <laughs> to a big, <laughs> big fucking black non-racist. Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. yeah. You got to go complete opposite, uh, opposite direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what my um favorite pizza is though. To be uh, honest, I don't. I don't know if I have one. Mine's Papa John's. You know what? It was it was Papa John's for a number of years, and it, it wasn't because of the racist shit. Because I I think that there there's a lot of racist shit that their sauce is good. Yeah, uh, their sauce is sweet, which uh, I loved. Mm, yeah. But then also, I don't know if I, I as I grow older, I don't know if I appreciate it as much. I don't want to know. Okay, yeah, I I don't want to know what's in it. <laughs> they probably sprinkled a little bit of like it's probably like you know tomato paste, not yeah. like real tomatoes. Yeah, um, <laughs> just no. to spite you. They're yeah. not compromise those. Like margins. they could afford it. They could yeah. afford it, but also they're, like, they're not. Nah, they're good. Americans don't want real tomatoes. Uh, can't. Yeah, they, they'll be good. Uh, they'll so be. tomato paste, yeah. and then he probably put some like, you know, I was gonna say brown sugar, but no, that's uh, it's too expensive. Yeah, they go oh, granulated. Damn. They go granulated. granulated white sugar. Sweeten this motherfucker up a little bit. But that shit yeah. is delicious. I can't lie. You know what it's I good. like? I don't yeah. like fucking clean, neat, pretty looking pizza. I want sloppy pizza. I want like extra sauce, fucking cheese everywhere, mm. uh, uh, fucking pineapples and pepperonis and ham. I like if it's not sloppy, it's not good. Hmm. Uh, uh, it's, it's like head. That's complete. <laughs> Like okay. a blowjob. It's not That's sloppy. It's not good. preposterous on just a number of fronts, but I'll, I'll just uh, move past no. it. Um, it's a fact. So, <laughs> so California um, pizza, uh, California kitchen pizza yeah. is actually. I don't think I've good. ever been there. Yeah, it's uh, ironically enough, it's more of a California thing. Well, not just a California thing because I think they've got a number of locations, but also I think they put their shit in like stores now too. Um, their pizza is actually pretty good. Um, but out of all like the fast food sort of pizza places, fuck, I, 
I think I might have to go with the hut, man. Pizza Hut? Yeah. The, I think I have to go with the Wait, hut what? because they they have the Pizza best. Hut? Yeah. Pizza they, Hut? Yeah. <laughs> Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> what was Shannon Sharp saying? Was he like, no problem? No problem. <laughs> no problem. Yo, Shannon Sharp is like my favorite dude he to watch. Is the best yeah. television personality. Uh, skip, I, skip, 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 skip. Yeah, that commercial they had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a great commercial. Yeah, Shannon, yeah. He, he's got so many quotables. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know what his, I his, like how he showed up to the studio with like a fucking, he, he had, uh, he had with the, the black uh, and mild, had a fucking, uh, yeah, had a do rag, yeah. then had like the fucking Hennessy and shit. Yeah. That was, uh, it, it, you have to be a brave soul to try to just live up to every expectation that white people have for you and just do it with a smile in, on your face. Yeah, just but, fucking lean but into But obviously we know he's like articulate, he's intelligent, he knows what he's I, talking about. I don't about. know if I'd go that far. What? Uh, Shannon Sharp. Skip. 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 <laughs> Skip. <laughs> I fucking love Every time, like I'm going to use that as my ringtone from now on. Skill. Uh, that would be skill. That would be good to wake up in the morning. Uh, but no, no, I think Shannon Sharp is good. Like he knows what he's talking about. He's yeah. played the game at a high level. He can articulate, um, you know, break down whether it's like a team decision is making a pl- personnel decision, a play. Uh, he knows the shit. Yeah. Again, I'm Trust not going to go that. Always wearing great suits. I'm. Uh, he's always wearing tight suits. I'll, I'll at least give him that. Um, Taylor. Uh, tapered. Uh, fine line. Taylor There's tapered. a fine line. <laughs> Taylor Taylor. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, how do we fuck the fuck it? Like, yeah. we, we've got some movies. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been shit, talking yeah. for twenty minutes about who knows what absolute nonsense. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's talk about some trailers that uh, just popped up. Uh, so we got Twenty One Bridges, uh, which stars uh, Chadwick, uh, Boseman. Chadwick Boseman and uh, Taylor Kinnich. Is it Kinnich? Let's I've go never, with it. I've never known how to pronounce his name. Uh, um, he was the guy from. Um, what was that movie where they were in outer space? And he yeah, John, uh, John Carter. John Carter, yeah. Yes. Which highly, I liked it. Un- you know, I what? liked it. So they, it's considered one of the biggest flops in cinema history, and that's because of a technicality more than it is uh, the actual whether the movie's good or not. Uh, so the director, and I and I, I regret I can't remember the director's name right now, and I could just Google it, but I'm not. Yep. Um, uh, because but, why be accurate? Let's just uh, yeah, exactly. You know, we we it. don't really uh, care about facts or uh, being accurate here on the fade. This it's not America. really it's Accuracy not our thing. Is not a priority. <laughs> In fact, uh, the the more we could just uh, pepper the uh, the non facts on, yeah. uh, the better. Uh, it's like the Papa John's pizza. You, you know, sprinkle bullshit sprinkle on it. Sprinkle a little uh, uh, sugar on it. it. Yeah. Um, so uh, the director just wasn't used to shooting, I guess, in whatever the format was that they're shooting or something like that. Yeah. Or he wasn't used to doing like action sequences or he something like that. Used to he just was not. He was just. Yeah. Yeah. He was just not uh, the guy for the job. Uh, but yet they had him. Um, and uh, so they had to do a lot of reshoots. So the 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 end ticket for the movie was just like the, the budget for it just ballooned. Right. Um, but it didn't earn back what it sort of spent or I guess. I don't know if it did or didn't, but it didn't earn at least enough back to like justify the movie. But the movie itself is actually the movie was really good. Good, yeah. you know. Uh, it, I, I would stop short of saying it's a great movie, but no, it no. was at least yeah. It, it, it was at least when I when I I, I went Great's into it not a with word we're gonna use highly low expectations. Now yeah. listen to that uh, sort of duality there. Highly, the highly low. low expectations. <laughs> gonna go high. <laughs> um, it's the high part of the low. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a high part of the, yeah, that was correctly said. High part of the low uh, uh, low expectations. Yeah, damn, that um, actually does make sense. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, it's this like, is what it's I like do. A, it's like a C plus. Exactly. Yeah, you're like. It's 
good for what I guess you would consider mediocre. But C plus students, like those are the kids that the teachers knew were going to go to prison. <laughs> but in prison, they would be the ones to start like the education program <laughs> or like the, the outdoor gardening program. Uh, so if you're a C plus student, that's, uh, that's a very good analogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you're going to go in. But also, you're going to do some good shit. You're yeah. going to do some good work while you're yeah, there. You're gonna, yeah. <laughs> you may have a boyfriend or two. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Book study. You know, <laughs> Bible study. Yeah, you're going to be like, that's a C-plus student. Okay. Um, had, n- none of that had anything to do with anything. No, no, no. That was completely relevant to everything. Yeah. Um, but so it, it, it was, I had very low expectations for John Carter. But it ended up being a pleasant sort of surprise. And I don't know why I was sort of anxious to see it. I, I just really wanted to. It just looked from the uh, trailers and everything like that. It just looked like, a, oh, this might be up my alley. Yeah. Um, but I knew that it just looked like one of those things that can go either way. Like it could either be like just a fucking disaster from beginning to end or it could be, you know, decent. And yeah. it ended up being pretty decent. In fact, have you seen that other movie, which is like John Carter, Valerian? Or whatever. No, um, it's not John Carter Valerian. It's no, no, no. Uh, it's it's uh, like John Carter, but I think it's called like oh, Valeria. Uh, Valeria. Or Valeria. I, we've actually got the poster right there, so it's shocking that. Uh, oh um, yeah, fuck that. Uh, we we don't. Remember I feel like my brain has been wired to ignore that because. It, well, I didn't see it. Too many white people. Like shit. A lot of white people too. Yeah. Even in outer space. For- <laughs> fuck. There, there are a lot of white people. Yeah. In outer space. Hey, look, next frontier. That's the that's the that's the uh, the new uh, westward expansion. That's yeah. <laughs> space. We're gonna put white people on other planets. There are white people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot they, of white they people. They all sound everywhere you British. Turn. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> all of them. How are you from another fucking galaxy? <laughs> and yet you're still from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it makes no Wait sense. A you're um, fucking, you're a London Chelsea fan. Yeah. So, so and to get back to 21 Bridges before we, you yeah, know, go way off course, get way off course uh, as usual. But um, 21 Bridges starring Chadwick Boseman, Taylor Kanish, um, uh, it's produced by the, the Russo brothers. Um, I don't. I, I didn't recall who is actually directing it, and I don't think they care as long as they have the Russo brothers producing. Yeah. But um, no yeah. one's actually directing it. They just <laughs> as, as long as the Russo brothers are producing it, everybody knows their yeah. role. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just don't fuck up. No, no, yeah. You, you just try your hardest not to uh, shit the bed. Um, what did you think of the trailer? Uh, I mean, I thought the trailer was uh, was great. I mean, you look at what this movie is shaping up to be. It's obviously, yeah, like, I give them the low, low about, so, about what uh, it's uh, about. Chadwick Boseman plays a, uh, a young boy whose father was a police officer. His father was killed in the line of duty. Um, he then goes on to obviously join the police force. And it looks like he's playing um, uh, one, one of the lead detectives uh, in the New York city police department, Southern district. I'm making that up, but it sounds yeah, good. Yeah. It just, um, uh, I like, I like the seamlessness of it. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's, uh, he's playing a lead detective on a case in which, uh, eight police officers have been gunned down in New York city. Right. So this is, you know, orange alert, shut down the city. Uh, and what I didn't know is pretty cool. Fun fact about New York city. So there are 21 bridges that lead is in this and factual? out. I don't know. That might be for Hollywood purposes. I don't think I they, don't I, don't, I don't think they'd fake. Uh, it's the, fucking, it's <laughs> it's the, the name, name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and think, there's like 28 bridges, but yeah. they're like uh, 21 sounds yeah. better. Whoever 21 Savage, do I don't their research. <laughs> if, if it comes back and they're actually like 23 bridges, yeah. it's like, yo, somebody well, you're fucking fired. Is, well, either getting fired or they're a genius for, to separate themselves. Like, because that maybe that's part of the mystery of like why they lie. Yeah. Now we'll go see the movie. 
I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think they're just going to be indicted immediately. No trial. Um, but anyway, so there are 21 bridges that um, lead in and out of Manhattan, which is, you know, an island essentially in New York, uh, in New York, state of New York. Mm-hmm. So they shut down all the bridges, right, leading in and out of the city, the, yeah. the Hudson River, the trains, uh, and they're on this manhunt for these uh, uh, suspected murderers of the police officers, right? Yeah. But there's, there's something here that's not... Uh, it's not fitting, right? There's a puzzle yeah. that needs to be solved because this is not like a cut and dry crime. It, the trailer looked good. Yeah. Uh, good music. I think uh, the uh, future song, uh, what is it called? Uh, Mask Off. Ma- yeah, Mask yeah. Off was the, um, the the song that played throughout the trailer. It's probably going to be one of the lead songs uh, for, um, for the film. Gotta it looked good. I, I think Chadwick Boseman, because he's been on this Black Panther run. He's been on this Infinity War run, and like he's really known for that character. Yeah, he's um, he, he's not necessarily trying to divorce himself from Black Panther. No, he's clearly not trying to, because uh, who who produced this film? The Russo brothers. Yeah, well, but I think he definitely is trying to show that hey, I have a great body of work before Black Panther, and my body of work after that movie is going to be fantastic as well. Uh, no, I think this is right up the same alley, right? Like it's a, it's just it's an action movie. At, at its heart, it may be like a maybe a thriller sort of. I mean, it's not like a sci-fi movie. It's not like it's not gonna have a bunch of no. Like but that's never been effects. sci-fi has never been his motif. Like it's always been sort of like sort of action oriented. Not always. Well, no, I mean the, we've got Marshall, which was yeah, story but that, and that's Marshall. what I mean. Is it's like it's not always action oriented, but mm-hmm. you know he's clearly he's in the past played like you know detectives or like you know I don't know just it, it's something that required like Jack when he played Jackie Robinson, right? Yeah. Very sort of like it wasn't an action movie, but it was uh, sort of you know um, physically demanding. You had to look the part. Yeah, you 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 have to be a certain. You yeah, know. but I mean, I think for now that like um, obviously the you know Avengers, Marvel, Infinity War, Endgame, all, it's coming to an end. Even though there is another Black Panther movie no, coming. In fact, out. he might he might be one of the leading. Like to, to continue now that. he's yeah, I'm but but I think sure like in the meantime, right? Whenever like an actor is connected to um, a very large film, and you know it's going to be a series of films, you know they're going to continue to play a certain character uh, for an extended period of time. They have to kind of like sprinkle in work throughout those, you know, those those gaps of time to show that hey, like I am, I have diversity in, in my yeah uh, acting ability. Yeah, you don't unlike what Steven Seagal did, where, oh, he, no, no, no. where he just played. You know, what? I don't you know, think he could have played anything Ranger else. Cop. No, I think that's uh, no romantic he, comedies for Seagal. No, uh, was he, he ever in a romantic comedy? No, yeah. for good reason. Steven Seagal, come on. Um, <laughs> uh, unless you, uh, you know, think uh, Under Siege is a romantic comedy. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe more so Under Siege too. I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, this this film looks pretty good. Um, I, I think that, uh, and and it's also got. Uh, have you? Did you watch If Bill Street Could Talk? I have not yet. That's the one movie. Very, very good movie that you should you should check okay. out. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's the one movie uh, on our Oscar list that, that you didn't uh, that I did not you didn't see. check out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if Bill Street could talk was uh, was a pretty good movie. Uh, the lead actor uh, and I, there was uh, there's a, a guy and a, and a woman. Um, uh, the lead actor uh, and it, he's all he was the black guy in um, the the other black guy, not Chad <laughs> not Chadwick Boseman, yeah. the other black guy in the movie uh, where they were about to get on the train. 
or the Metro or whatever. And he, you know, they see each other. Yeah. Um, so that, that guy was, uh, he was the lead actor from, uh, Bill, Bill Shriek could talk. Okay. So, so they've worked uh, together so before they have a little bit of, no, they, they've never worked with each other. Or oh, wait, you know what? Knowledge. Chadwick Boseman was not. In, he was not in, yeah, I know if, if all Street these black talk. people kind of run together at the end of the day, but, uh, no, he was, <laughs> um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, when I first saw the trailer, um, yeah, to be continued for uh, Instagram here. What is this? Is that Instagram? That is Instagram, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we were running a live stream on Instagram. Uh, we just ended it. Um, so uh, if you are joining us from uh, the Instagram feed uh, to see the end of this conversation, uh, welcome. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think that... Uh, so Chadwick Boseman and like the, the whole cast just looks really good. The movie looks really good. Uh, and I'm usually not into like these sort of one-off, like sort of like, I don't know, uh, just like these type of movies where it's just like, this is an action movie starting some of these people that you know, and you should be excited about this. Uh, usually that doesn't really do anything for me. But here it did. This one was good. Here um, it did. I mean, we've seen several of these movies before, right? Uh, yeah. We saw, what is that movie with Liam Triple. Neeson? Where they're... Oh. they're uh, Which one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Widows. Some, uh, there's Widows, but then he also did another movie where he was like the the father of the suspected cop killer, like in the night. I did of. not watch that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There, there. Every couple of years, there's these like movies where there's like a police manhunt for suspected criminals. You know, there was a town where they robbed the bank and they shut down all of Boston to chase chase Ben Affleck. Yeah, right. This one kind of takes a different. Uh, this one feels a little bit different. It do, it feels like there's like a mystery behind it. Yeah, that, uh, that has to be figured out. You know, in the trailer, they obviously talked about how like this robbery and shutting down the city affects the stock market. So you know, this isn't just some like low level. You know, let's rob a bank. The job went south. We had to kill a couple cops, and now we're trying to escape. There's something bigger going on here, which I think is what makes this movie so appealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks uh, looks kind of dope. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on here uh, from Twenty One Bridges to uh, Murder Mystery, which stars uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, coming like out on title. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it, not the most original title in the world, but, but it, it's intriguing. right? Yeah. You're like, cause it sounds like a, you know, it's like a board game, right? I mean, like a cheesy book or something like that. Um, I don't know. It's just catchy. Like you, you hear it. You're like, oh, what is that? Like, I want to watch the trailer for it. Um, if I'm, if I randomly go to the movie theater and I see it as an option to watch, right? Well, and I've it's, done all, it's coming on Netflix, yeah. so it's it's, all, it's Netflix. Yeah, it's oh, you know, Netflix I thought it was coming to theaters. No, so yeah. never mind. Oh fuck, even better. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't even have to get out of bed. Just click Thursday night. I'm there. <laughs> but I do like the title and like its simplicity, but it's also like intriguing. Like, what is that? Yeah, like I obviously it's a it's a, it's a title that we're all familiar with. Uh, murder mystery. It it sounds like uh, pretty much every thing of its kind. Uh, where it's kind of a whodunit sort of situation, but it's uh, <laughs> Jen, uh, uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer is, is that Anderson. it? The whodunit? Whodunit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the ghetto way of saying it or the the the, the privileged way of saying it. Sounds like the like the southern. You. This is a completely sidebar, but uh, sidebar alert. Um, but uh, <laughs> I've had this thing recently of like, you know the shit privileged people say to sound more like street and oh, like yeah. I, I think that's like one of them right like it is, it is like who done it like because it it's like 
it sounds like you're like, oh my god, like this person, they clearly know what's going on in the in the hood. You know, they, yeah. they know it's who done it. Uh, but I, I, really, I, when you take a second look at it, you're like, that's not, it, nobody who is in the streets of any kind yeah. says who. I saw on uh, LinkedIn the other day, someone was like, put up a post, and at the end of the post, they said, "Yeet." Remember that? What what is this? Remember Yeet? It was like I don't a, remember Yeet. Yeet Y E E T. It was like a the catch catchy saying of like 2016. I did not. You don't know remember that. like Yeet. No, nope. it, it was like a, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. like a meme. It was it, you saying it in a different way did not help. No, that's even I think that's, that's how it was said. That was how it was said. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's uh, like one of those things. That. It's kind of like Yeet was like the 2015, 2016 version of like Europe. No, not Europe. It's, it's, it's do you thing. remember Europe though? Yeah, you're a Europe. People still say that's a Baltimore thing. That is a Baltimore. Yeah, a Um What is what the fuck is that? A year, Europe was like, it's like you're saying like yo, I guess. Like, hey, hey you. No, no, hey, I know what it up? means. What I mean is like, what, like, how did somebody like, year? Were they just trying to say you, but it just sounded like Europe in the distance? I don't know. A year. What is that? What is the the breakdown of that? It's like, hey you over there. <laughs> hey you. Hey you. I, I think that might be it. Hey you over there. Hey you. Because you only ever say it. When hey you're calling you person. Out to someone from hey, a distance. Yeah, it sounds like hey you person smashed together. Hey, you're. I'm gonna stop saying it because I sound. I feel like yeah. I sound stupid saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> I like how you agreed with me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you sound stupid. You, you put you something down. on it that I didn't like. <laughs> there, was, there was a sauce on there. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> there was some mayo on there. <laughs> some vegan sauce. <laughs> yeah. Some vegan barbecue sauce. Well, I don't like this shit. Wait, isn't barbecue sauce automatically vegan? No, it just definitely has some animal byproduct in there. Like what? Fucking some pig juice or something like that. <laughs> what? Uh, what barbecue sauce what? definitely has animal by- byproduct in it. Like what? I'll restate my question. I don't know, bro. Bro. No, bro. bro. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, bro, bro. It has something in there. No, I I've made barbecue Name sauce. Name the last times. time you saw a vegan eat anything barbecue. Uh, like what do you like? I don't know what you mean. There's no barbecue cauliflower. There is actually, the, definitively no. there is. There's buffalo sauce or buffalo cauliflower. Like, because no one knows. Do you mean that you've seen or like? Yeah, I've, I've seen buffalo cauliflower before, like buffalo flavored cauliflower. Yeah, yeah, but like, I do you think like they were like, this is where we're stopping, guys. We we are not moving anywhere past. You know this. what? Because nobody knows how buffalo sauce is actually made, <laughs> right? <laughs> And it, which means it's all fake. Yo, this is product. what I'm fucking talking about. I don't know if we had this on the podcast or when we were having technical difficulties. If this conversation got taken off, but you uh, really yeah, try to make stupid things sound like they're even remotely How do you make intelligent. Sauce? Uh, molasses, ketchup, uh, uh, Worcestershire sauce, or whatever they call it. Um, Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Yeah, Jesus I always have Christ. a problem announcing that. Holy fuck! Everybody has some problems. You have problems it. with Worcestershire. Your, your W's. Worcestershire. Any word that starts with a W, you have trouble with. No work. You you say worry. War. Say work again. Work. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> say say water. Say no. Just, first of all, first of all, it's water, not water. No, it's water. You just said water. What the fuck? <laughs> say, say like three or four this W guy. words. Let me. Uh, other than what we've already said. While, um, worthy, um, wipe. 
you it's the way you like start the W that's weird. <laughs> Why? You you do something to it that I don't say, like. Say say wipe. Wipe. I I no. what sounded different about what the fuck I said? Mine's was like not gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh I gotta put a disclaimer on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is an equal rights podcast. <laughs> We did are. See, did you see the worry that came over your face when you said that? You're like, uh, gay community is strong. Very whoops. powerful community. Um, Equal rights podcast. We believe in inclusivity. <laughs> Yo, the panic that came over your face was, it was like as if Jon Snow had just seen the fucking Night King and he was like, oh no. Winter is coming. <laughs> Winter is here. Um,. What the fuck were you we even talking about before you uh, got sidetracked you know with fuck this it. Uh, stupid story? Oh, no, we were talking about murder mystery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, how far we've <laughs> come <laughs> from yeah. our, our true purpose. Well, that's that's what our sidebar segments do. They take us off the uh, uh, off the uh, known road. Uh, okay, uh, murder mystery, Adam Sandler, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, it looks pretty good. Um, it's basically just like a, again, like a whodunit sort yeah. of situation where... Uh, they are vacationing somewhere, I believe. Uh, yep. Yeah, and uh, they uh, essentially get invited to this rich person's boat or yacht or yacht something something. Uh, Damn, another and, sidebar. Yeah. So, do you know what the difference between a boat and a ship is? The only like real difference. The bigness of it. Uh, somewhat. So, a ship can carry a boat. A boat cannot carry a ship. Yeah, but why does that that that, that has that nothing is to the do with their definition? That is the, the the distinction. But how big does a boat have to be in order to carry a ship? You can have a huge. I mean, boats can be fucking huge, right? A yacht is a boat. No, but you can just make a really big boat, couldn't you? Yeah, but then it would be classified as a ship if it can carry another boat. That seems like uh, I don't know what the word is, but like that seems like self. Like that seems like uh, what do they call it? Um. Uh, fucking what's the fucking technical long ass word for it? Like an oxymoron? Is that is that what I'm looking for? Might be. Yeah, that, that feels like an oxymoron. I've used that word before. I've never really known <laughs> what it's meant. Yeah, I can't spell it either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but that is the distinction. A ship can carry a boat. Yeah. A boat cannot carry a ship. Okay, fair enough. I, so yeah. they get invited to a yacht, which is a very fancy boat, um, <laughs> yeah. by a, yeah. a billionaire yeah. that they meet on their flight to their vacation destination. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is uh, apparently uh, just coming on to this dude pretty hard. Yeah, she's trying to fuck him. It looks like yeah. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston's characters—they're married, but you know their relationship or their marriage is not Stale. entirely healthy. It's yeah. a little bit dry. Uh, yeah. On their flight, they meet uh, Jennifer Aniston meets and gets flirty with this billionaire at the, like the bar lounge on this plane. They get invited to the yacht. Yeah. First night on the yacht, someone gets murdered, and that's where the murder mystery starts. Yeah. And, um, they're Americans vacationing in Europe, so naturally they're going to get the blame, right? Yeah. And I say naturally because uh, Americans traveling abroad right now are in a very like interesting place, right? Everybody hates us. Everybody everywhere. hates yeah, us. Yeah. Um, yeah. They hate you know our president, right? Uh, well, so it's kind of like that, that makes me whenever curious. you're overseas, like at some point someone's going to ask you like. Like, what are you guys thinking? Like, what's going on over there, <laughs> right? And then you go on this but apology like, but, tour. Yeah, but it's like, are you... And I guess it's every... I guess it's perhaps, like, <laughs> how black people feel when white people are like, you know, they make snap judgments about black people. And it's just like, that's that, like, that's not all of us. That's just, you know, 
that's just individuals. But uh, but then also it's how we judge like white people as well, right? Like we see a Trump like go to white person like, the fuck is up with this dude? You know, and like, uh, explain this shit. Uh, 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 I, I, there's some people in the Rust Belt, I guess that <laughs> you'd have to talk to yeah. about that. No, but I think it's fair though, because like 49 million people voted for him, right? And then yeah, 49, and then like I think like another like 20, 30 million people didn't even vote or something like that. Sure. So you know. For the people who go overseas who voted for him, when they get asked that question, like, what the fuck were you thinking? You know, valid question. For yeah. the people who didn't vote, when they go overseas, they're like, what the fuck were you thinking? You let that guy get elected, right? Uh, I, was, for, I was busy that day. Yeah, and for, <laughs> the, for the people who voted and didn't vote for Trump, when they go overseas too, it's like, what the fuck happened? Right? So yeah. you're going to get that question regardless. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it's a question that, like, who the, even if you were talk, talking to a Trump supporter, it's like, how could you really articulate, like, because politics in America, and 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 then you fire right back at them, like, okay, well, what the fuck's going on with this Brexit shit? You know, like, yeah. what's going on here? You know, um, but isn't that just like, uh, like Britain, Great Britain? Uh, it is, but also it affects like the rest of yeah. The is is it EU. still Great Britain? Do we or just just call it Britain? Uh, I mean, I I don't call shit great unless I feel it's great, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. So it's I've just, never just seen Britain anything. You, you just call it Britain? Yeah, I just call it Britain. I just made that up just now. I have no, <laughs> never thought about yeah. that a day in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I figured, I figured. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah anyway, so yeah. Uh, again, Jennifer Anderson, Adam Sandler, their vacation to Europe. Someone is murdered on the vacation while on this yacht. So the movie kind of explores this, um, kind of like they're they not necessarily assume blame, but blame is pointed at them because they're yeah. the Americans and they're the easiest ones to blame. And they go on this journey of trying to uh, solve the crime, avoid capture. Um, as well as avoid being killed themselves while trying to solve the, the murder. Yeah. It looks yeah. really good. It, 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 surprisingly. It, I, it, it looks fun. I clicked on the trailer and I was like, you know what? I'm fully prepared to shit on this trailer. I'm fully prepared to hate it. Yeah. Um, and then I watched I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. Adam Sandler is good. So like this. No, I, I refute your Wait, wait. So yeah. Spanglish. He good movie. Really good in that uh, movie. Again, the actor known as Adam Sandler, I refute. Not not some of his uh, movies. So Adam Sandler, he's just like I don't, I don't fucking know how he's lasted this long, <laughs> right? I, it's I a think, mystery to everybody. I think in, Ad, in 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 Hollywood, Adam Sandler's like the he's like the definition of like white privilege. When we've got this mediocre <laughs> time movie after here, time it's, time. It's, it's Actually, it's funny, you know what? It's, no, not necessarily because Paul Adam, see what he's doing. Him no, and David Spade. Because yeah, no, well, <laughs> no. I'll go light on David Spade. He he doesn't do much, but what he does is pretty good. Name one bad David Spade movie. Um, what is that movie with like Adam Sandler where they're all like dads or something like that? Oh, but that's like a, that's not his movie. Uh, that's um. Uh, I can't think of anything good David Spade has done. What's that movie called? Now I'm now I'm gonna now I need to think about it. Uh, I keep thinking like Daddy Daycare, but it's not. No, it's that. not Daddy uh, Daycare. It's because it's got Chris Rock in it as well. But mm-hmm. uh, whatever, it's I come forget. To us at a terrible yeah. time. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, David Spade doesn't, you know, he doesn't, the only one maybe you could say is Joe Dirt, perhaps. Yeah. But Joe I mean, Dirt was kind of funny. Joe Dirt was what it was supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, it didn't try to live up, you know, uh, past what. Yeah. No one expected an award be. for Joe Dirt. <laughs> Nobody. No, uh, and in fact, uh, the fact that they didn't get a Razzie is actually, uh, I'm sure they were hoping for yeah. that at, at the very minimum. But uh, long story short, um, or long review short, this trailer looks good. Uh, you know, Jennifer Aniston, she's like not, she's not a great actress, but she's not a bad actress. 
but and she plays this role well like the you know middle-aged wife slash girlfriends you know she's never going to be like uh the the lead detective in a movie or fbi agent no i think she she's fully capable like they're they're and i'm just the the movies aren't coming to mind like their their actual titles but uh she's had she's headlined a few different movies that were like she it required a little more out of her than just the confused i mean of course wife or some shit um but uh but yeah i i don't think that I think she's capable of it, but I, I don't think that she knows, like, or, or I don't think she, that's where she's going to make her meal, right? Like, yeah. her meal. Like, and, and, but that's, and that's, a, that's not that's to a put problem. her in a box. I no, don't dislike that, Jennifer Aniston. That's the problem with Hollywood in and of itself is, is that there are people who are vastly capable. Like, I, I look at actors and actresses all the time, like, yo, damn, like, we could try to do, like, so for instance. Um, could she, you know what, fuck, I would have loved to have seen her as uh, Captain Marvel <laughs> instead of Brie Larson. I, uh, I'm on. being sarcastic. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. No, but like, I know. but that's my point is like, um, she, again, this character that she's playing, she kind of does it well. Um, what, what was the movie where they were like, they, they were the fake family and they were trafficking drugs from like Mexico. The Johnsons or some shit. Or yeah. the, no, it wasn't the Johnsons. That, it was that would definitely like be that. a black family. Um, the, like we're the Smiths or, yeah, it was like one of those types of films. Yeah, right. Yeah. But she, she did really well in that. Uh, terrible bosses she played like the assistant but, uh, to the, charlie Day. those are the like the b-rolls what i'm saying is it's like i i think she's fully capable of playing something much more than that but i don't think hollywood in terms of dollar wise yeah is really into her playing that headline like being in a movie like she couldn't you know like i said be uh, uh captain marvel black widow no no i I think she again i think she's capable of it but they know yeah, that's they what just won't hollywood yeah. is like you know hey yeah yeah we're not looking at you for this movie, but we've got this romantic plus, comedy coming up. Plus, let's look at it, man. She's she's getting a little long in the tooth, you know. Uh, yeah, that's a convenient way of saying she's getting old. She's getting, uh, and, and I know Hollywood doesn't like these older, specifically older women. Hollywood definitely does not like to cast older women, unless mm-hmm. it's like Susan Sarandon. Uh, yeah, um, Meryl Streep. You've got exactly. There, are, there are a few that have like just carte blanche to do. Literally, and what happens is they get put in literally every movie. Um, that is true. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, but but yeah. Who's, a, who's another one? Like who who are the older white women that are still killing in Hollywood? Uh, right Judy now? Dench. Judy Dench definitely. Yeah. Um, is that if that even is Nicole Kidman? I think she's she's is she old. She's getting up there. She's old, right? She's getting up there, yeah. Yeah. But then you, you know, um, look at the male counterparts, right? And, like, all the male dudes are just like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm eating now. Yeah, yeah like, like Tom Hackman, Cruise is still fucking Cruise, making yeah. 18 movies a year. Uh, fucking Will Smith, he's, like, he's clearly over 50 right now. Still pumping out. You know, I, don't, I couldn't tell you the last movie Jada Pika Smith was in. Fuck no! I mean, I know she had the show the Hawthorne. Matrix? I think she had the show Hawthorne on CBS for a while. Nobody watched it. Yeah, no, yeah. it was really good. It was really, really good actually. I, I stand by my claim that nobody watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, some of the other, I guess, like white actresses over fifty, uh, Julianne Moore. Uh, I think she's she's. Oh, Julianne, she's she's actually she's probably really the most steadily working one actually. Yeah. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Uh, look, when you get to the Glenn Closes of the world, the Meryl Streeps. I'm not going to use the word overrated. I wouldn't dare use that, but it's bordering on overrated. Jamie Lee Curtis, I would say. 
She's Jamie Lee still got the goods. Oh, Renee Russo. Renee Russo. Yes, Renee yeah. Russo. Yeah. They're, 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 I, although I can't claim to know when the last movie I've seen. Uh, <laughs> so Renee Russo. I googled uh, white actresses over fifty. Um, Angela Bassett <laughs> is in here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> whoops. What? Sorry, hey, but, Google. But shout out to Angela Bassett. I mean. Holy fuck. This woman Yo, does not I, She age. is... Fen- no, no. Forget about her aging. I don't even give a shit about that. She is just a phenomenal actress. And 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 I didn't really appreciate it until I rewatched Malcolm X. I remember watching Malcolm X as a kid and not really giving two shits about it. But I rewatched it as an adult. And her performance in that movie is... Astonishing. It's fantastic. It's 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 one of the great performances I remember watching in my lifetime, uh, and that's 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 high honor because I don't I don't give that to just anybody. But uh, her performance in that movie, along with just every movie that she's like in Black Panther, she brings a certain um, she brings a certain something to her characters. Yeah. that's just I don't know. She's great, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Even so in sh- Olympus has fallen, as terrible as that film was, uh, <laughs> that might be where her no. the limits of her powers are shown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she was she was the only one in that movie that I was like had some some respect for. Other than that, I was like, this movie is shit. Um, her yeah. show Nine One One, which is a, a TV series, I think it's on Fox. I'm not sure if you've seen any of it. Is that still on? Uh, yeah, really good, really good. Uh, is it really good? It is. It or is. Are you just saying that because we're talking about Angela Bassett? No, I'm. I'm like she is actually very good in that show. Um, other than and she's steadily working. I mean, Avengers. She was in the Bumblebee movie, which wasn't good, but um, uh, American Horror Story, uh, Mission oh, did, Impossible. Did you watch Bumblebee? Yeah. How was it? I know you just said literally that it wasn't very good, but yeah, it it's watchable. <laughs> like, but that's weird because it, ha- it has a high like rating on like Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Uh, yeah. Check out the because uh, my uh, my shit's like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the rating right now, or at least I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, 6.9. No, no, check what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, you're, you're asking me a lot. What, what are we going to do to fill this time? While uh, uh, I'll just start <laughs> dancing. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's just move on. From, it, it was good. It was like one of those movies where I wasn't disappointed I watched it, um, but it wasn't the quality of what I, I want to expect from Transformers. I, mm. I think over the past... <laughs> <laughs> what what quality are you the, expecting the from Transformers? No, wait, no, listen. The quality I, I, this. I want to expect, oh, you, but I'm not expecting. You've had eight other movies to literally no, so not expect anything. Transformers has the potential to be so good, right? Does it? And it's like I want to have I expect. I want to have high expectations for it, but I know those expectations are not going to be met. So I come in with low expectations, and you know it. it it achieves those low expectations. Yeah. Sometimes it surpasses those low expectations, but I want to have high expectations for it. I'm just not going to set myself up for that failure. Mm. So Bumblebee, yeah. I had low expectations for it. It exceeded those low expectations. Yeah. It didn't come near high expectations. Fair enough. All right. Let's Damn, uh, that, that made sense. That I, when I go back and that's, listen to this, that's I'm turning sure nothing into something. Uh, apparently. I, I, yeah. I, I took some coal in, in my bare hand and I, okay. I, I crushed it. Yeah. It's just, I cared for yeah, it. I you, nurtured it. I, you had it. I and loved now you're, it. Now you're ruining it. Now you're ruining it. You should have just let it, let it, let it breathe. Yeah. yeah. That was all unnecessary. Uh, okay. Uh, so moving <laughs> past murder mission. It, it was the hand gestures. Oh, just, and the, uh, no, you're, mm. you're even making it worse now. Uh, MIB two, uh, or two, uh, MIB international trailer number two. 
Um, I, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. No, but I've seen it. I, oh, did you? Uh, I actually liked it a lot more oh, did you? than the Fucking original. What? Those low expectations you yeah, said no, for I me. did. I did. I oh, had did very low expectations <laughs> for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the second trailer was actually... I like that too. I don't know. Am I on drugs? What's going on here? I, I seem to like all the trailers that are dropping right now. But yeah, you're liking everything these days. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, it's usually not like me. Usually I find something Shit on to show. trailers. Yeah. You know what? I, I think we're Endgame comes out tomorrow. I, we're, I, we're running high off the endorphins right now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everything just yeah. is just good. It's, it's like, just everything. Yeah, that food, shitty movie food looks tastes good. better. You know, I, I fucking ate some uh, meatballs last night that were just average. Just I was good. like, these are amazing. What, what's in here? You're just being nice to people for no reason. Human? Like, yeah, Jeez, human I'll call the Uber. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when usually you're like, fuck no, what did you call Uber? <laughs> and don't you fucking good. order an Uber XL, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I did see trailer two of the MIB. I, I didn't love the first one uh, I mean I don't really love this movie but oh you haven't seen the movie so it's hard for you to I mean, make the judgment I, so. I, just a, a more more MIB like more of it why, why do we have no one wants more of it uh, apparently there the people do no we're being given more of it and we're like alright you know I'll have some more but no one no one called for this there was I no mean, petition with 500,000 signatures. I mean, but why we don't call for like, okay, maybe you can. No, you're right. Yes, we don't call for anything. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't call for like fucking another Rambo movie. And no yet. one's like, I it want a new sci fi thriller. Yeah. Are we getting another Rambo? Yes. What do you mean? Like, we're. Yes. Really? What? I didn't know. Oh, no, we talked about this. Yeah, we? we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. See, but like, I'll take another Rambo. But again, I'll nobody's another, looking for another fucking Rambo. I'll, I'll take another Terminator. You know, why would you do that? Just just because I know what I'm going to get, right? How, it's, is that, how is that justification for needing an entire movie? Listen, this is what Rambo and Terminator is. I've been ordering Domino pizza <laughs> <laughs> every day for 16 years, okay? okay? Just like I've been watching a Terminator movie every other year. <laughs> For no, the past, you, you haven't. You've watched it every f- like four years, sure, and it's always been terrible. Every four years, yeah. um, you know, another Terminator or Rambo movie comes out, and hey, you know, I like it. My belly is full. I'm satisfied. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that line was because you just watched Infinity War again. What belly full? Uh, what Thanos said that? Thanos oh, said um, he's yeah. like children's bellies are full. Yeah, when he's talking to Gamora. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Don't fucking no. That was that was <laughs> that was original. Don't steal my shit and okay, give it Thanos. to someone else. Whatever, Thanos. <laughs> so it, it's it's good. Yeah. Right. Now, Men in Black. I didn't order that. I'm not paying <laughs> for that. You didn't order. Take it. that back. You didn't order it. Uh, now a lot of I'll keep it would. if you don't charge it. You know, if you don't don't put it on my bill. I'll keep it. But I didn't order that. That's that's what this this Terminator in, or this um MIB international. No, you had it right. Film is. You had it right. Uh, Terminator and MIB. Uh, <laughs> that, I don't that, think anybody it? ordered that. Um, Leave the Terminator. Yeah. You take the MIB. Back but why to the do you continuously take the Terminator? Like so, for instance, you watched. I'm, I'm assuming Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fucking yeah me at the end of that. Just ask me the question. <laughs> I don't know where what I got that? that. You know where I got that from? Sean um, Bird. Huh. Sean. No, no, I didn't. He says that. So, you know how he's been like overseas for a long time. Shout out to Birdman. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sean Bird. Or, well, I I don't know how to pronounce his current name Um, on all social media. 
Africanity. Is that what it is? I think it's Africanity. I don't think it's that, but yeah. sure. Close. Yeah. 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 Shout, shout out to Sean Bird. Um, Close at all. Yeah. Coming, coming home soon. Uh, hey. You know, looking forward hey, to seeing it. And I saw your post too on uh, fucking social media. Uh, about uh, you know us not uh, having you on the podcast again. Uh, you have a standing invitation um, to come on the podcast just because our our last uh, invite uh, there was a bit of a contentious uh, debate, a lively debate between yeah. Sean and I going <laughs> yeah, on. I fucking exited but, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean, you have a standing invitation to come on the podcast where we could talk about literally anything that you want, and I'm always game. So FYI, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's coming home soon, so we definitely got to have him on the show. Yeah. Uh, so, invitation, we, we sent it. We accepted it on your behalf. Um, don't be late. <laughs> so, um, I forget what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, I don't know, but that last line didn't make any sense. But I, I, I rode with it, though. It's like the guy who, uh, the, the young man who was drafted recently who sneezed, blessed himself, <laughs> and then thanked himself for blessing himself. Okay. How's that? It's where you invite this, someone to something and you accept it on their behalf, on their behalf. and you okay. expect them to show up. Right, but that needed time. like that needed actual like explanation. You you didn't. Uh, no no no. See, it's better not explain. It's you know. No, it's confusing. Here's my invitation don't. to okay. you. I'll accept it on your behalf. Don't Fair be enough. All right. All right. I'll, I'll I'll just agree with you just to end this conversation. But uh, proceed with whatever point you're trying to. Make. I don't like this negative energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I disagree with you, that's yeah, negative energy. Right? Yes, any I form see. of disagreement is negative. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're talking about this fucking Men in Black international film. Yeah. And uh, this movie is starring Tessa Thompson, who plays Agent M. Yeah, and we've Chris got Hemsworth. Rebecca Ferguson, Chris Hemsworth, and Emma Thompson. Uh, Emma Thompson. So we've got a yeah. Tessa Thompson and an Emma oh, Thompson. Oh, and uh, Liam Neeson, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Liam Neeson is in here. Yeah. Um, let's, is there any... Any other fucking people we might know? I don't remember anybody else from the trailer. Uh, No, nobody else. Oh, the guy from um, uh, Captain Rogers. Well, he was like, I'm the captain now. Oh, really? He's He's in here. Yep. Actor by the name of uh, Nasir Jama. Okay. Hey, happy to see him in there. Hey, shout out to Nasir. Keep working, young man. Yeah. Oh, he's probably older than me, but keep working. (laughs) Happy for you. Hey, hey, shout out to Nasir. When does this movie come out? Drop a little bomb. Give him a bomb. Yeah, give give Nasir a bomb. Uh, Does Will Smith have to... I feel like Will should still get a check. He probably... I don't know if he's going to get a check, but I'm sure he's got something to do with the production of it, though. Uh, Let me see if I can figure that out. I know they're they're definitely not going to have Tommy Lee Jones in it, even remotely, because Tommy Lee Jones is 8,000 years old and looks every bit of it, by the way. Steven Spielberg is an, ex- an executive producer on this film. And as um, well, he should just be executive producing things from now on. He shouldn't really be. Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I don't like Spielberg. Can we talk about this for like sidebar? Well, I sidebar. Know, we've got reason to not like Spielberg. No, no, no his not, beef not just with Netflix. His, his whole thing with Netflix just sort of amps it up a bit. But I, I just generally don't like Spielberg, I, and I, and I think it's because it's like this air of. Not superiority, but like this era, and he's done fantastic things in his career. I don't, I don't want to say this flippantly, as in like I don't recognize that his contributions to cinema as a whole. We wouldn't have what's known as the modern blockbuster if it weren't for uh, Spielberg and like Jaws, or Spielberg and E.T., or Spielberg and I don't know, pick any one of his fucking movies they want to pick. But he just seems very sort of pompous for a person who doesn't. Um, how, how should I put this? He makes movies for the masses, mm-hmm. which is great, but also 
that's not the only form of filmmaking. And I feel like he like uh, and, and perhaps this Netflix sort of situation has sort of painted him in that light of thinking, oh, no, this shit is for us, you know, uh, top ranked filmmakers only. Everybody else get the fuck out. You know, yeah. Um, but he's like I, somewhat becoming a villain. A little bit, yeah. I, I don't necessarily view him as a villain, but I, I do view him as somebody who's just out of touch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I think that happens in in any uh, environment when you've been at the top for so long, and then you've for decades been receiving, uh, you know, that that like that 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 love and that notoriety, and people are always saying, "Oh, you're the greatest, you're the best, you're the best." At a certain point, you become so comfortable with that yeah. that anything that challenges your right to the throne, well, especially right? if your numbers back it up, right? So Spielberg's numbers clearly back up. Yeah, that he he has something to say in Hollywood. So, so you the know? numbers back it up, and then he's Everybody's always receiving saying that it. praise. So then anything, so like it, it's and we assume people like that. Oh. This points directly into something that I do want to talk about, which is uh, so uh, they just came out with a series of like uh, music videos for Game of Thrones. uh, And one of them is by SZA with The Weeknd and uh, Travis Scott. Game Uh, of Thrones? Yeah, for Game of Thrones. Hey, Uh, it's called. We saw what they did with Black Panther. You you put Weeknd and SZA together. If you would look at the comment section for this video. Oh, it's mad racist. People are shitting all over saying, bring back Jenny's song from uh, <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Uh, we don't want to hear this shit. Uh, trying to combine this genre with, uh, with Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones is nonsense. Yeah. Right. And I, I, get, I, banger, but. I, I, I get their point. The song itself is actually pretty decent. But to pair it with Game of Thrones is like the song absolutely has everything to do with Game of Thrones. Yeah. But to, the pairing together is just like out of nowhere. It's just like, it's like a Randy Orton and his RKO. It's like, yeah. that you came out of nowhere. Scissor the weekend and Travis probably like, how much are we getting paid? For this? <laughs> I'll do it yeah. immediately. <laughs> I've already uh, done I'm it. I'm going to start writing. You know, I, I wrote something last week that somewhat fits this. Let's run with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it over to you tomorrow. So, uh, you, you have them and, um, the power, uh, or the power is called, the song is called Power is Power, and it's a reference back to a, a quote that Cersei, Cersei had, yeah, yeah. I think, back in either season one or season two, where she's talking to Littlefinger, and shout out to Faye because he he first put me onto this line uh, way before I actually watched Game of Thrones. Um, but uh, she says, uh, she, or she demonstrates to him, power is power. And I think that's, that that is sort of how people in Spielberg's position feel, is that oh no, like, you know, all these new things trying to pop up, they're bullshit. Power is power, meaning that the power that I have. And what I should have responded when we had that conversation with Faye, but obviously I didn't know the line and I didn't know the context, but how I should have responded was that that's exactly what people in power want you to believe is that power is power because they already have it. Right. It's something that they already have. It's something that they, they uh, already exercise. So it's like, yeah, if I'm in power, I'm saying power is power because I have power. But if I don't have power, then what the fuck am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just believe power is power then? No, I can't believe that. Power is it's, it's not like a real tangible thing. You can't touch it. You can't, see it you can well you can feel it right but you can't like touch it or see it or you can only accumulate or lose it and power is something that is like kind of given right if there are 10 people in a room and nine of them 
give one person the power of authority to make yes, decisions for the 10, yes. then that is the only hey, reason. I don't think you guys fucking appreciate right? the yeah. shit that a ranger a said. Say that shit one more fucking time <laughs> so they can hear it. Say that one so, more time. 10 people in a room, right? Yeah. And if all nine of those people give one person yes. the power of authority, that is the only yes. way that they accumulate that power. If those nine right? people decide to turn against that exactly. fucking one person, that person has no power. And, 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 you know, it can happen at the snap of a finger, right? Yeah. It's, it's if all, all, all nine of those people say, hey, you know what? We no longer like the decisions you're making. We're going to shift your power and give it to someone else. And that person is immediately irrelevant. Now they're just, you know, one exactly, of the 10, right? Yeah. Um, so what Spielberg is trying to do is, you know, he's trying to say, he's trying to leverage that power. Yes. Right. And you only retain power if you exercise it. Right. It's like yeah. fear it, in order for you to continue to respect me and to uh, respect my authority or my power. I have to use it not necessarily against you, but I have to show you that I have it's, to it's demonstrate real, right? that I have said power. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think that's what he's tried to do with this whole Netflix and, you know, the the Oscars. And uh, I'm sure he tries to do this on many occasions <laughs> his, with many in his things. ordinary life. Like yeah. his, with his wife is like uh, sit down there. But do you wife. Know what? She's do, like, no, do you know why? She's, she's like, no, I'm going to sit over here. He's <laughs> like. All right. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> um, but, you know, t- to your point, should he, you know, stop directing movies and only executive produce? Uh, that, that's just what I said to be, I, I, I think to be he's funny. T- yeah, I think he still no, no, has extremely gas in the tank. Extremely talented director. Uh, director. Uh, director. Um, I'm not trying to take away from that aspect of it. I think, mm-hmm. he, and he had one of the, you know, and he has the color purple, one of my favorite movies of all time. And honestly, one of my favorite black movies of all time. And it was directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, uh, and minority report. One of again, one of my favorite movies of all time that just has, is a very sort of complicated story and, and, and thought provoking. Right. Yeah. So I'm not trying to shit on him as a director, although I think I've said some things to perhaps disparage him as a director, yeah. but I do disparage his, um, his, his 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 sort of penchant for his like resistance to change exactly like uh his resistance to that there's other platforms out here that aren't just your usual beat that are perhaps the way of the future yeah you know um and perhaps the way that you built your career isn't the way that everybody else is going to build their career so for instance netflix provides uh a um a platform for people who would never get their movie made. Otherwise all these low budget movies that nobody would ever know would uh, exist or wouldn't even exist, exist because of Netflix, because they have this platform that people can turn on in their homes and watch because of that sort of um, dynamic. There are filmmakers who get a chance to make movies that would never get the chance, and you're essentially saying to them, "Fuck them." Yeah, um, because and I feel fuck like your movie. Some, there's some resentment there, right? Like my path was yeah much more difficult than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got a camera, you made a movie, and now it's streaming to hundreds of millions of but people. Like what I the, have to like, work for my what? What difference is that? Because the only thing that I would I I would gather that is different from that is is that you knew you uh, again. You know, in referencing Game of Thrones, you knew how to play the game, meaning that it's not a fucking accident that Spielberg was in the position that he was in. Right. Spielberg was in the same club as Scorsese, as in the uh, same club as De Palma. Um, 
uh, all of them came up together. He was George Lucas. All of them came up in the same group together. It's it's like we all graduate from the same class. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we all just start doing shit and we all start helping each other out. Like so it's like you had a fucking support network that seemed to all have the same like again the Hollywood system as we know it was built around that sort of central group right because we wouldn't have blockbusters as we know them today if it weren't for that group right if it weren't for the Spielbergs of the world or or the Scorsese's of the world or the De Palma's of the world um we wouldn't have uh uh all the films that we, we we know them as today um but because of that like it seems like they're they're just like oh no like if you're not in this group then you don't really like exist like you're not like a thing and perhaps i'm i'm painting too broad of a uh, a, a brush for for what spielberg is saying but that's essentially what it translates to because when he tries to put the kibosh on things like netflix that's what he's yeah. doing and i mean you know? and, and I, I somewhat understand it right because like when you had to work extremely hard for something right and then 10 years later that thing that you worked extremely hard for yeah is now ex- very easy you could just like go and do it right you're like, like man fuck that yeah, you're, <laughs> like you feel like yeah. a little bit of resentment to it right yeah but as long as that thing is only adding to uh to, to like your industry or to your respective field then yeah. um i would understand the initial resistance but you know once it becomes a thing and like, Hey, this is very much alive streaming movies, you know, whether it's Hulu or Netflix is very much alive. Then you just adapt to the change, yeah. right? Steelberg is still a great director. You know, maybe start working with Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, like don't be so resistant to it where you try and knock it and prevent other people who somewhat have an easier path to get their films produced exactly from being able to do so. Right. Yeah. Uh, stopping yeah. other dreamers from dreaming and, and achieving their dreams. Right. That's yeah. kind of what, it's, what it feels like because they didn't have the hard road that you had. And at the end of the day, it's about the content, not about how you arrived yeah. to the end of the content. We like, talked about this at yeah. the end of the day. It's the quality of the product that matters. So, so if, we talked about Roma mm-hmm. and Roma. I, I think it, it, it's, preposterous that a green book won the best picture over Roma because Roma is clearly the, the, the superior film mm-hmm. in any aspect. Right. Even if you talk to, even if you talk about like, Oh, like just what people said about the movie, yet everybody fucking loved Roma universally. Right. Yeah. You know, green book was like, yeah, it was cool. You know, it was all right. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I think that, like the content matters more than how you arrived at that content, right? The ends in this case, specifically this case does justify the means, meaning that like, it doesn't matter. Like if you went to Netflix and you're like, Hey Netflix, let's make this movie. Or you went to Netflix on the back end, whatever, however you distribute your movie, whatever that shouldn't matter. If like, if I have a movie that's just as good as Spielberg's movie, but it came out on Netflix, it doesn't mean my shit should get discounted because Netflix or because Spielberg, went to theaters and, 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 uh, was able to show his shit in theaters and, and mine was just on a platform that people could watch sitting, scratching their balls on their couch. Yeah. Again, like we said before, it's at the end of the day, the quality of the product is, is what matters. Uh, yeah. The, you know, whether you took five years to film your, your movie and edit it and put it in theaters and, you know, these small group of filmmakers made their movie in like two months. Right. Uh, if that, movie made in two months and streamed on netflix is better yeah it's Fuck quality it. it's hey, quality what are you gonna right? do? um but i think that plays really well into uh, one of the topics that we want to talk about today which is um uh 
it's with was it the Screen Actors Guild and yeah. And I'll, I'll let you kick the well, story off. You're more well versed in it. Yeah, it was uh, uh the this whole sort of quabble between the the uh, WGA and the um uh, uh the ATA, um, and uh essentially sort of what it is is that uh okay so I'll, I'll use like a sports analogy right so we all know how the NFL has the bargaining agreement with the um. Uh, players association so there's the nfl and then there's the uh 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 is it called the nfl players association is yep. that what it's called okay so you you have the nfl and then players it's association. not the nba players association fair enough uh no no i mean i didn't know if it was called the nfl players association or if it was like something else like national players association i don't know whatever i maybe i was thinking too far yes uh into <laughs> uh okay um so so uh essentially there's clearly a bargaining agreement between the nfl and the players association um on you know the terms of their contract of you know what's expected of both parties um and that's exactly what we have here with the wga and the ata uh and uh the um uh the WGA representing obviously the uh, Writers Guild of America and the ATA and I've always forgotten exactly the Association of Talent Agents. It, there you go, uh, Association of Talent uh, Talent uh, Agents. Uh, and what you essentially have, and and, and if I were to to uh, break this down sort of uh, broadly, and and I have to attribute this this article to uh, IndieWire uh, because they had a a, a great article. Uh, in the past couple of days that, that, that spoke to us, but uh, essentially it's a clash of the terms of the agreement where the WGA is basically saying, Hey, you've been treating us like a shit for the past, like 40 some odd years. And the ATA being like, we don't see what the problem is. Like, uh, we don't know what's going on here. You okay? Let's, let's have lunch. Let's, uh, let's talk this over some, uh, some fucking, uh, sashimi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so, uh, and so, yeah, and I, and I'll, and I'll break this down in a, in a couple of different sort of ways, um, uh, that sort of illustrate sort of what the in, inherent issues are. And, and then, again, I have to attribute pretty much all of this to IndieWire, specifically Chris, uh, Ofalt, uh, who published an, uh, an article, uh, this past, uh, within the past week or so, or a couple of weeks. Um, okay. So, so let's, let's jump into this. Um, the, uh, and this agreement that they have is called the AMBA, which is the agreement between the uh, ATA and the WGA. Uh, and it regulates the terms of how uh, agents represent writers, stating that agents can charge upwards of uh, 10% of a writer's earnings uh, for their services. Now, that on its face seems like pretty reasonable deal. But what that leads to is this uh, sort of... Uh, sort of common practice of what's called packaging, which is essentially agencies bundling uh, a project uh, and, and script with uh, talent um, in order to sell a show or a movie. Um, uh, and it's been happening for, for decades. And that's a problem in and of itself because in, in, in that case, 
these agencies and you have uh, the CAA, you have uh, WME, uh, and I think they call it the, the big four, right? Um, yep, CAA, WME, UTA, and ICM. Uh, yes, a lot of, a lot lot of, of fucking letters. acronyms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, it's hard to keep them straight. Um, uh, but um, uh, they use this sort of... Um, 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 tendency as a, a, a bundling or packaging rather um, to basically maximize their own profits, right? To, to maximize what they can get out of the deal. So it, it depends on the project and who they can get for the project. And they try to just basically craft what makes sense for their bottom line, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So for instance, it doesn't, if they have a script, right? This, this script from a well-known script writer and um, they can pair that with a well-known director, but perhaps the person that is best for the role is bumfuck from Wisconsin, right? But they could also get, um, I don't know, name any sort of head actor or actress uh, as their lead person. They would opt to do that versus going with this person who's clearly right for the role because it helps their bottom line, right? Yeah. Now, where it gets complicated is is that that actually does help the thing actually get made, right? Because then people are like, oh, like, yeah, we'll fund this because we know there's a reasonable expectation for the return on our money if we were to invest in this uh, particular thing. Um, But again that line becomes a very blurry of what's helping the project overall and what's helping the talent agencies, um, um, bottom line overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think most of the times when you, you can look at just any consumer product in general, right. Or, or product or any product or service, um, companies package these things because th- let's say there's one thing that's selling really well. Like, Hey, we know this is going to work. We know this particular product, uh, is selling well. We know this particular writer has a body of work that has historically produced a um, a, a uh, you know a healthy return, right? Yeah. This other product over here is not doing as well. We want to pair it with something that uh, is doing better to bring the the margins or the return on the investment of that up. And we're also going to bring in this third thing as well to like sweeten the pot a little bit, or because we know this also works, right? Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what what's happening here. It's it's just when you take a commodity, you take a product, you pair it up, you package it, you put it into a bundle of things that looks good on the outside, even if that package is not what's in the best interest of the consumer. Yeah. And what's happening here is, from what I understand, is um, you know these you know the, the agencies are looking for their own self interest, right, and their fees, not necessarily concerning themselves with what is in the best interest of this particular writer's career career path the story that's being written yeah. so on and so on because because the writers are their client you mm-hmm. know in, in this case um and if the writers are your client then you have to treat them as such meaning that like you have to look out for just literally like what you just said is you have to look out for what's best for them mm-hmm. not what's best for your bottom line you know yeah and the that line becomes a very blurry because uh you're on its face, you can claim, oh, you're trying to do what's best for the project mm-hmm. um, uh, and trying to bundle it with other um, sort of aspects. And, and again, this is to exactly what you just said. But that becomes hazy when you're it seems as though you're more worried about that bottom line than you are, you know, like so for again, in the example that I laid out, 
if somebody else is clearly better for this project and that project can still be made, you'd opt to go with the larger name talent because you know that's going to be better for you at the end of the day because that talent is going to be able to charge more for the project. In which case, your your 10%, you know, again, back to fractions and decimals here, uh, (laughs) um, 10% of uh, 100 is more than 10% of $10, you know? Um, So you doing the quick math, you're like, "Uh, well, we'll just opt to do the bigger talent, even though this other person is clearly more suited for this specific product or, or project and... Uh, it can still be funded even in that case, you know? Yeah. And, and to paint this in another picture, right? Like, let's say you're you're looking for a new television, internet, and, and phone provider, right? So Verizon's going to give you one bundle. AT&T is going to give you another bundle. Sprint is going to give you another bundle, right? And then in that bundle or in that package, they're going to add in things that... Um, do do several things. Either it's going to jack up the price, but you feel like you're getting more. Yeah. So you really just need Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. But you have to get Wi-Fi and television... Um, and a landline because that's the bundle. And, you know, uh, we'll also throw in a free phone for you. That's a dog uh, barking, by the way. Yeah, there's a dog there. Sorry. Right? So it's like, you know, what you really want should cost you $50. But, hey, buy this $90 package, right? Because you're getting this little bit of extra. But really what's happening is they're getting extra. You're, exactly. You're getting more of stuff you don't really need. Because you and, don't and need it. they're getting yeah. higher fees. Exactly. So these agencies, they're like, we're going to sell the consumers this package of this writer this director this actor this producer even if the film maybe should have a smaller budget actress or actor who yeah. is not going to bring in the millions of dollars that they want to see better but suited it's better for, for the story just yeah. like again the consumer you may just need wi-fi that's all you need but yeah. they're going to sell you the tv and the landline package because it's better for, for them. them absolutely and uh, let me quote a couple of things uh and in, in, in this article they uh, uh they bring up a couple Uh, different really sort of good um, uh, points. Um, So uh, let me just quote this. Uh, Likely what's uh, uh, what was more most troubling for the agencies was that a majority of marquee showrunners and TV creators names like Shauna Rhimes, Mike Schur, uh, Greg uh, uh, Berlanti, um, and the dudes listen a whole bunch of names, uh, whose shows are what agencies are making a fortune packaging were more, uh, were so visible in their support of this. Uh, so the WGA essentially, there was a deadline, I think on, uh, April 6th and the WGA was just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, we'll let, we'll let that, um, you know, um, deadline pass. Yeah. Um, in, 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 which case they, they sort of like voided the deal between, and again, this deal has been in place for about Since 1976. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so a lot of years this, this deal has been in place and they've essentially been like, fuck it, you know, because the terms just aren't clearly aren't in their favor. You know, yeah. this is written almost a fucking half century yeah. <laughs> uh, ago. Probably language in there that it says women, women can't write. <laughs> women must. Women writers have to pay higher fees. And if you're black, uh, you just can't do this yeah. at all. <laughs> you pay ninety percent of your earnings. Uh, let me do. Let me do this other quote. Um, 
One of the most important backdrops to the WGA ATA standoff is the uh, over three billion in private equity that WME, uh, CAA, and UTA have taken in the past ten years. Instead of being partner owned, the WGA argues the top three talent agencies now under uh, now operate under the pressure of private equity level profit expectations. This has caused a seismic shift uh, away from the agency's core mission of serving clients over uh, overall else uh, fulfilling the fiduciary obligation to always act uh, solely in the best interest of clients and to avoid con- conflicts of interest. So uh, that quote sort of sums it all up, which yeah. is um, uh, these talent agencies are, are working more as like um, equity firms than they are uh, actual, you know, um, agencies that are supposed to be representing these, their clients, which is the writers, you know, yeah. um, and uh, when your incentive is profit, that changes the landscape of the moves that you're going to make. You're no longer going to think, oh, hey, let me do what's best for my client, which is the writer. You're thinking, what can I do to fucking maximize my profit in this? You know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, you just yeah. have to look at the language there, right? The word equity is 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 the primary word there. And you only ever hear that word when you're talking about um assets you know whether it's uh, property whether it's like a home or a, a, a commercial residence or um uh you know a, like a home primary residence or you're talking about like commodities right oil uh, steel like those things are uh commodities that you um can gauge and determine the equity of right or equity in whenever you talk about people and you're using the word equity you're clearly not talking about like what's in the best interest of, of those people those clients right yeah. um you have uh is it commoditized them you've turned them into a commodity yeah, which i'll believe it yeah <laughs> right commoditized you turn them into a commodity yeah. or a product which makes it easier to sell them and represent your interests not yeah. theirs and, and to feed into that um essentially uh these um uh these uh sort of talent agencies um are trying to make the shift to creating their own content as well. So then that's another layer of a conflicts of interest. Dirty fuckers. Right? Because it's like <laughs> it's like it's like um you're representing your own employees in that case, right? So if you're representing your own employees, it's like how am I ever really supposed to believe that you're actually looking into the best interest of your employees and not your own interest, yeah. right? Because it would benefit you to have your employees um basically work for nothing and for you to reap all the benefits of their employment. Right. Yeah. And, and where this gets complicated is not just in like more specifically, it, it, it's the higher tier people are going to be fine. Right. Like the higher tier writers who are already known commodities, they're going to be fine. But the people who are essentially going to be raped and pillaged are the, uh, uh, are the writers who aren't yet known who are up and coming. Right. Because the deals that they sign are going to be so fucking disadvantaged, uh, 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 or, uh, not to their favor, which these companies are supposed to be writing deals to the fucking client's favor, but they're clearly not going to be writing it to their favor because they're trying to maximize their own yeah. profits. You know, yeah, they, they don't care much for, you know, the, the growth of a writer and being able to take on product or projects that they're inspired by, that they are interested in working on, that they have experience working on. They're not worried about their career paths. They're like, all right, how do we take this writer and how do we maximize the profit we can get off of this person? Right. Yeah. Um, whenever that happens and you're talking about people, uh, it's always a bad recipe, right? Yeah. 
it, so. it really is. Uh, yeah. And, and, and again, to, to sort of wrap this up, um, um, to add into that, that layer, like, uh, so it, it's been sort of well publicized that some of these companies are, uh, trying to take their, um, um, their, the company, um, public, public? Mm-hmm. um, which, uh, uh, again, um, all the, if you take your company public, you, you're essentially like your main goal in that case, it's profit is just profit, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, with, uh, companies like CAA and, uh, WME, um, trying to sort of, uh, uh, do that. Yeah. It, it's no mystery what their incentive and what their, their, their yeah, goals it's gonna are. muddy the waters even more. It really so is. So now yeah. that this deal has expired, um, we're definitely gonna have to follow this story cause I'm going to be interested to see what comes next. Yeah. Um, if there's another more favorable agreement that comes, um, into play if you know a lot of these writers and because i feel like now it's 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 easier than ever to represent yourself yes right and, and that leads into so the wga uh is basically trying to subvert the uh the talent agencies by creating sort of their own sort of systems mm-hmm. and practices for uh uh connecting writers with projects right? yeah um uh so they, they again they've got they've got their own sort of uh, and i'll read this one line the the WGA has also set up a staffing submission system to help connect writers with shows that are hiring. Uh, the guild also em, uh, empowers uh, managers and lawyers to negotiate in place of agents should a deal not be reached. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, ho- hopefully something better comes of this, right? Because uh, you hate when I'd hate to see greed take control over like the events to come yeah. and for another deal or another uh, agreement to be put in place. That's again, not in the best interest of the writers. And, and we see another 43 years of this. Yeah. So, no, uh, yeah. Again, we're going to follow this story. We're going to see what's to come. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to talk about bond 25. We're going to wrap on Ooh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bond 25, which is, uh, we, the last movie we saw was, years? 25 fucking no no bond has been going on for over 60 years is this the 25th film this is the 25th film jesus christ yeah uh so uh but i'll take it yeah i mean like what are we gonna do we're gonna be like no bond i don't want to i don't want to see another yeah. movie of bond in it no of course we are uh it, it's it's like uh it's, it's like when I, your bartender makes the wrong drink but it's a good drink you're, you're like, like I'll take eh, it. fuck it yeah i'll do it yeah hey, why not um Okay, so uh, uh, and they clearly picked a shitty time to like reveal like what like the plot is of the film, yada yada, because Endgame is clearly happening this weekend. Yeah, uh, as well as Game of Thrones. Uh, so I don't give a shit about Everyone's gonna Bonner. care about this in like another week or two. Yeah. They're gonna have to no, re-reveal no, no. it. Yeah, they're. Like, <laughs> Here's they're just the gonna re-reveal. <laughs> they're gonna. They're gonna have to do another fucking uh, revealing of. Uh, so uh, let me read this real quick. Uh, again, this is uh, from IndieWire. Um, Craig's. Um, oh, oh, uh, and and uh, the the director of Bond Twenty Five is uh, Carrie Fukunaga, who uh, those uh, of you will remember is the director of um, uh, one of the first movies on Netflix, which is. Um, uh, fuck. Uh, Beast of No Nation. Okay. Or yeah. is that what it's called? Beast of No Nation. Uh, yeah. 
Be- a Beast of a Nation or Beast of No Nation? Beast starring no. Idris Elba? Yeah, it was starring Idris Elba, but let me pull up the actual correct name before I get it wrong. Um, Arane Phil. I think it's Beast <laughs> of a Nation, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, man, wouldn't it have been great to have uh, had um, Idris Elba in this film? With Kerry Fukunaga? What is... I'm pretty sure it's Beast of a Nation, too. No, I'm trying to think if Idris was ever in a... No, he was never in a Bond movie. No, no, no. He's never yeah, in a, Bond a few movie. black people in Bond movies, aside from... Uh, which, ironically enough... Uh, and I'll read the uh, synopsis of this before... Um, yeah, before <laughs> like I said, right. but, um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know if I did a good job with You it, did but. a fantastic job yeah, of filling, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bond has retired to Jamaica, but returns to active duty when his old CIA pal, Felix uh, Letter... Uh, who's played by Gen- uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, turns up asking for help to rescue a kidnapped scientist, which leads Bond to a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new tech. Uh, and the villain that they speak of is uh, none other than Remy Malik uh, of Mr. Robot and Bohemian Rhapsody fame. Uh, I don't know what I'm looking to expect from uh, uh, Remy Malik Bond villain. I don't know. I feel like he can pull off like the dark you know and he, i don't think he's gonna be uh very like you know i would like to see him be physical in this movie can he pull off like action right but uh no i don't need he's gonna be, be very much like you know cerebral he's gonna be yeah. like a cyber terrorist or something like that um yeah and obviously given mr robot i don't think you cast him as like fucking you know uh, jumping over fucking yeah. cars and he's, shit. He's definitely no, no. he's better to do this movie than being like Fast and Furious Nine <laughs> or something like that. Um, but no, yeah. like I, I feel like Remy is um, he's certainly a talented actor. He's uh, kind of like on a hot streak right now. I think he's going to bring something to this film that's a little bit different. Um, yeah. In in from what we've seen in past Bond uh, villains, right? And we've had some really good ones. I mean, Javier Bardem. Uh, who was in what was yeah, Spectre? A, no, no, that was uh, Skyfall. Sk- Skyfall, yeah, oh, Skyfall, yeah. fantastic. One, like one of my favorite Bond villains thus far. One of the best, not uh, unarguably, yeah, one of the best Bond villains of all time. Um, uh, Javier Bardem. Um, but I don't think I really because I think Bond villains, Bond as is like a movie in and of itself is a very stale product, and I don't think. But the problem is, is it makes its living in being stale. So it creates this confusing landscape of we want something different, but also we don't want anything different. Yeah. We you don't know, know what I, we want for Bond. I, I wasn't sure where you're going with that, but um, but no, that actually does that, make perfect sense. Doesn't that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, and what is that like? It's, it's, it's kind of where, when you go to like one of those like fancy, um, bars where they have like 50 beers on tap yeah. and you're like you know what I love this place like they have 50 beers yeah. on tap but, but also you always you hate get the all same. of them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you always get the same one or two yes like, oh yeah. man should I try this stout no, or this I'll just do that same shit that I've been the, drinking for the last the, 20 years I'll do pilsner over here maybe I'll no, you know what I'll do this like that <laughs> <laughs> I have a Budweiser yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean that's exactly what Bond is and uh, so I I actually enjoyed Spectre for what it was it Skyfall was by far the best Bond I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Spectre was trying to live up to it, but clearly didn't. Um, I don't. I don't really expect for this Bond twenty five to like blow me out of the water. I. I don't expect anything crazy from Bond. I just expect Bond to be Bond, and for them to try to maybe do something. Oh, this might be surprising, but yeah. really, it doesn't. 
he retired. He doesn't want to do this shit anymore. Someone comes and like, hey, you know, I got a job for you. He's like, fuck, okay. Yeah. Well, and then whatever. There, there's this new, oh shit, new technology. Yeah. Fucking iPhone. I haven't seen that before. Uh, yeah. Now the villain's <laughs> got the new iPhone X and <laughs> new software. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're going to find out Apple is really behind <laughs> all of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? Again, Daniel Craig, I think he brings something to the Bond characters, like a level of intensity that uh, we have we, we we didn't see in a Roger Moore or a Sean Connery or oh, physical a intensity. Boston, yeah, right? we, we just so, saw suaveness yeah. from them, but so, from so, Craig, we get a physicalness. Yeah, and he has like this seriousness to the character. True, like he is, you know, I'm not your Bond, and he is sleeping with a ton of women throughout each and every movie. Yeah, but he's also like, oh, now nah, he's got one boo. Uh, and, and that leads me to say that uh, like the returning cast from both Skyfall as well as Spectre uh, are all, so like the same. They have the same M. They say they have the same mm-hmm. um, Q. Wait, no, I might be getting that wrong. They might have the same Q. Um, the, the, the younger. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Money Penny, whatever yeah. the fuck her name yeah, is. A- uh, she's returning as well, as well as like his like love interest who he basically okay. went off in the sunset with in yeah. um, Spectre. Nice. She's returning as well. Uh, I think her name is Leo, uh, Leo, or I don't know, something, Close. something French. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're all returning. Uh, and I think Rafe Fines is playing M, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyways, they're all returning. Um, so this will be sort of obviously this is clearly it has to be Daniel Craig's last outing as yeah. Bond unless they make a gang of money. If they make some money off this, perhaps they're like one more fucking yeah. time. Why not? I, I, I hope not. I hope not. I, you know, I, I do want to see Daniel Craig. Um, and, and again, he's a talented actor. He's yeah. played uh, many characters outside of Bond that I've loved. Um but I do think, you know, pass the mantle now and let's see, because they're going to make more of these movies, right? It's, of course they, yeah. What do you think? They're going <laughs> to stop, gonna stop making now. Bond movies? But, um, Fuck no. I'd love to see who's next. How can they refresh a story that's been told so many times and continue to make it good? Well, what are they going to do different from a Craig Bond? Because whoever they have next has, has to, be to be different It's either going to be a, a Craig Bond. or it's going to be Because Elba. otherwise it's just like, bring back Craig. I don't yeah. understand why you decided to change it to somebody else outside of the fact that yeah. you just didn't want to pay Daniel Craig 25 If it's not Idris film. Elba, they're probably going to go with a white woman. I hope they're with Idris <laughs> Elba. <laughs> you know what? At this point, I think I would be curious to see what a what a female Bond would oh, look I, like. Oh, I would love it. Uh, I, would, I, I just would hope they would go... Um, Fucking, I don't know, like an Asian woman. Ooh, uh, what uh, woman would be good at playing Bond? The first woman to come to mind for me was uh, um, uh, fucking Mila Djokovic. No. No? Absolutely not. (laughs) No. Um, uh, Who's the chick from Fast and Furious? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. As Bond? Viola Davis. Viola Davis, like I could buy that a little bit. She was she was ready to go in widows. In widows, yeah, yeah. right. I could buy a Viola Davis's Bond. I think um, she has the. I think savviness. Scarlett Johansson could, but uh, she probably wouldn't because Black Widow, Bond. You know, she's maybe no, no, no. no you I think, think so? she she look at that. She like, what's the figure? Okay, yeah. Why not? Um, <laughs> uh, and I think she was already in a Bond film. I could be wrong. Scarlett Johansson. But, uh, no, she was. She was no, 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 not Scarlett Johansson. Um, Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. No, she wasn't in a Bond film. There was another. Um, I think Israeli actress who, similar looking, but she was not. That's <laughs> uh, not bad. Apparently, they all run together for <laughs> all me. of them. <laughs> um, but I, I think there are a lot of women who could 
step up and play this role, I would just hope they would go against the grain and and go like uh, you know to an Asian actress, an African American actress, a uh, um, uh, Latina actress. But I, I wonder Something if they different. would try to explain that, or if they would just keep proceeding like nothing has changed. I don't know. I don't know because it really it's our first significantly different bond, right? Yeah. If we get a woman bond, and maybe it, there doesn't need to be an explation. They never explain why every Bond character is it's a like white a man, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> um, very true. But uh, he or is why from the character a, changes, right? But, okay, so but he has like there's some things you have to do for the audience, like okay, so he's just insatiable sexual preference of women over all these years, and then all of a sudden let's switch up to guys, yeah. like oh. But then that's, I guess, presupposing that they switch well, then, up the guys. Yeah, yeah, get Kim Kardashian to play the next <laughs> Bond. And bring Ray J uh, in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't right. that be something? That would, yeah. be, that would be great. Uh, crazy. Um, okay. So Saturday, you know, it is uh, Saturday, April 27th. Uh, Broccoli City Fest is happening in Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah, talk right about now. that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is a major event, and we'll kind of, like, wrap here just because I got to get my ass to Broccoli City. Um, but this is one of the biggest, like, uh predominantly black music festivals uh, in, in the country. I mean, it started off as like a smaller local event through in DC and it's uh, grown tremendously over the years. Last year I had the pleasure of going uh, Cardi B performed. This is her like last concert before she had her baby. Migos was there. Um, uh, Daniel Caesar performed uh, uh, fucking uh, Nipsey Hussle. I, I was, I, I love that I got to see him live mm. before his recent passing. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Shout out to Lauren London and the family. The marathon does continue. Um, drop a bomb on that for me, please. Uh, damn, you caught me on Please, you, drop a bomb. You caught me on pants now, my dude. <laughs> God uh, damn it. Uh, You've got one <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fair enough. Uh, so, you know. All money and no money out. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. The marathon continues. Uh, so this year at Broccoli City Fest, the event is even bigger. So it's moving from RFK Stadium, which is the old Raven Stadium. This is a little too late. <laughs> Sorry, um, RFK Stadium is the old Redskins Stadium. Yeah. It's now at um, FedEx Field, which is the current uh, Redskins Stadium. And uh, I mean, the ca- the lineup is crazy. You got. Childish Gambino headlining. He's having a monster year. Yeah. Lil Wayne, you've got... Yeah, whatever happened to that whole I'm going to retire Childish Gambino? Yeah, he was like, yo, this money's too good. <laughs> uh, Lil Wayne's yeah. performing. You've got Gunna. You've got um, Tiana Taylor. You've got City Girls. You've got um, Ella, Ella May. You've got Six Black, or is it Black? I don't, who I don't fucking know. knows? I think, I think um, it's Black. You know, you've got WizKid. The lineup is crazy. Um, So I can't wait to get to that. I'm excited. Yeah. Whoever's going to be there, hopefully I see you there and then you come back, you listen to this episode. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah. in in that vein, let's uh, end Arane's suffering here. Let's go ahead and end this fucking podcast. I know you're trying to get out of here to go see uh, <laughs> these people perform. Uh, with that being said, uh, if you rock with us this song, obviously you are a fan of the show. Fucking appreciate you to uh, an unending uh, oh, unending amount uh, and uh, we, we definitely hope that uh, you hit that like button hit that su- uh, subscribe button uh, and hit that share button hit, uh, share this shit with uh, anybody and everybody who you could uh, think would benefit which is literally everybody everyone uh, everybody in the world uh, can benefit from this uh, this glorious podcast um, but aside from that uh, I don't have anything else but I will go ahead and uh, outro us here uh, Arain, uh, what do we do when we get to the end of the show? Fade out. Bitch. That was very abrupt. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Aggressive. <laughs>